Hey, internet. It's the world. Huh? How's your well, life hole? Hey, everybody. Did you just say life hole? Yeah. It's a new thing. I'm not bring- I like to tell people I'm bringing something back that was never a thing. So that is... Because that way they have to search their memory for it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's your life hole? I'm bringing that back. Mm. And everybody's going, is that... What? What's a life? Is that a thing? Yeah. All right. Let me uh, let me do a thing, and we'll uh, we'll see if we can't pump this party up and stuff. Drop those sick beats, DJ Mikey Mike. Uh huh. Uh huh. This my shit. All the girl. Sorry. I'm about to hit an X button. So if it if I disappear, I'll come right back. You'll be back just in time for the uh, for the thing. Yes. That's right. Anyway. Ladies Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome announce welcome, welcome the death of Izzy Swan (laughs) again. To maybe I've said too much. (laughs) The recovering from vacation of internet radio. My name is Mike, and I'll be your host as we try to turn words into podcast symphony for your blessed ears. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Joel Crawford Hello. of the Missing Digit Wood Shop. Wait, wait, wait. And soon Slow to be down. joining Slow us down. again, Slow down. Izzy Swan of all things IzzySwan.com. Welcome back, Izzy. Thank you. <laughs> Stupid X buttons. <laughs> oh, we're such oh. professionals. Should I do it again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, no, Izzy, you missed it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> oh, here we go. Huh? Was it yeah, a good one? Going. I missed it. Yeah, I said a thing, and now we're done. So. Right. I'm just going to pretend like it was a good one. Good job. It was a good one. It's always Actually, a good Joel, one. how would you rate the? Uh, how would you rate that? Uh, I was too busy thing. laughing as as Izzy's feed disappeared. <laughs> I I'm assuming it was good. But I have to wipe away the tears in my eyes now. Yeah, that was pretty strong. Oh, he's like, "Hey, I, I think I might accidentally click." <laughs> Somebody told me I had a good voice for radio, which I only assumed was was. Why do was, they only say that after they meet you face what, to face? But that's that's what I'm thinking. It's it's. I think that was code for uh, you have a face for radio. <laughs> you know, I I I'm good with ulterior motives. I know what you're trying to say. Right. And stuff. So, hey, boys, wasn't that long ago I was hugging and holding both of you? That's like true. two days ago. You yeah. Do, do so. anything last weekend? <laughs> <laughs> so, for those who are unfamiliar, which none of you should be at this point, we just had the uh, Atlanta, Georgia woodworking th- extravaganza. Is that, I don't, Have we given it a name at this point? I don't even know. I think it's the woodworking show. Well, barely knocked all the wind out of that one. That's what it's called, the woodworking show. Well, yeah, but the, it's the, the maker meetup is not really the woodworking maker show. meetup. That's what it is. It's the the maker meetup. It, it's at the Atlanta maker meetup. All right, you so talk we about did that. that party we had at Joel's place. Yeah, oh, that's not the woodworking show. That's a maker meetup. Okay, so we have to we we have to get better at branding. Is, oh. uh, is basically what I'm hearing. Party, so. party, party! You would not believe yeah, we, how uh, many half bottles of booze I have. Over at this house. No, I'd believe. I or wasn't I was really. There. I ended up. I ended up driving home Saturday night because I wanted to never deal with Atlanta traffic again as long as I live. And um, so I didn't drink. Well, not much. I drank a little bit in the beginning of the evening, and then 
coffeeed up and drove Stobered home after up. I was sober. Yeah. Which, by yeah, the way, I, I still ran into freaking traffic. <laughs> like, come on. Well, uh, yeah, that's just uh, that's just part of the Atlanta thing. Atlanta is it just makes you appreciate your life a little bit. It makes it mm. says, "Hey, man, slow down. You need to genuflect. You need to something flect. You need to." No, reflect. I I reflect. I waste time. I do all that, but I do it in the comfort of my home, or in the shop, or in the greenhouse, or in the garden. And we believe you wanna, should do that in the comfort of your own Prius. <laughs> I don't want to do it on a freeway with a bunch of angry idiot drivers. Yeah, don't want to do it. That's probably true. Yeah. Well, I had a good time. Um, hey, know. and to be clear, I'm one of the idiot drivers, so I'm, oh, yeah. I, remember, I keep my I'm referring to myself in that group. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Mike. No, please. I I was listening. I'm uh I'm excited. That was, I was I was kind of hoping that silence would run longer. I may edit it so that it is and just <laughs> awkward <laughs> awkward moment awkward silence. Put. Put two minutes of silence there. I just want people checking their ear holes while they're driving down the street. Like, what the hell happened? So we we yeah, had a lot well, of fun it, this weekend. It was. A good I apologize time. if I have these sniffles more so than usual. Um, I know all of you hate that, but I don't care about any of you. No, that's not true. So, because um, the pollen in Georgia is strong right now, even though the goddamn cold in Georgia is pretty strong right now too. So I don't know what that was. It was seventy degrees today. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate. So, but no, I thought the the uh, the party was relatively uh, successful. We had zero deaths, zero maimings. We did have a Texican running around with a fake beard that got a little bit interesting. But uh, thankfully, there's um, a giant that... purple Spartan in my front lawn. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Exactly. By the way, uh, if you haven't seen that, I should probably. You, if you put that on Instagram yet, on our Instagram I, thing? I haven't. I'm going to put it on the Instagram. I've put it on almost everything else. Oh, well, hey. Let's not give any attention to the show. <laughs> but um, The one most popular platform he hasn't done yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on our Instagram soon, hopefully by the time you listen to this, uh, will be you know, a you know what? Hold on. five foot tall giant oh. Spartan. I'm doing it now. Don't talk uh, to me. Sorry. <laughs> that we... <laughs> That we used to throw uh, flying hatchets at. I think, I'm not sure throwing is probably the right word. Well, I saw a lot of tossing and lumbering and chucking. You, you, did, you weren't there when I, when I hit the, 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 the perfect thunk of one of the actual yeah, hatchets did. that, uh, what's his name brought? Did you, oh, nice. Preston, did you, yeah, uh, Preston. did you take any photos of that? Well, it's hard when you're holding two axes to also record. No, but I'm saying, did you so, take any photos of it actually sticking in it? No, no, no. It's a. It was yeah. a moment I shared by myself, and uh, I was happy happen. to. Uh, I think uh, Mackenzie Rallo got a uh, video though. So, but uh, yeah, got to see Tony. Got to snuggle, feel his ass. He's been doing squats apparently, or at least that's what it felt like. <clears throat> so. Izzy, you left a whole pair of shorts on uh, the bungalow wall. And a t-shirt and some clamps and a six-foot level and oh yeah, two half-drinking bottles of Southern Comfort. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think all in all, it was a, a reasonably successful party. You know it's a good party if you leave something behind. So. Yes. I, I will say one thing. The uh, the woodworking show, I, I have to, uh, I guess we'll talk about Klingspor uh, for a second here, even though we've sworn them off. We haven't, but. 
supposed to say that, but um, their event as a woodworking platform uh, is considerably better than the one in Georgia. So um, we that Georgia show is, I can't tell if it's gotten boring or if I've gotten used to it. I think so you've gotten the, used to it. Well, the first time I was down there, I did the show for a couple of days, and I was able to do the show for a couple of days, just the amount of people there and all that stuff. Um, I never went back to it the second day, and I had uh, my buddy Thor came down to see us, who, by the way, if you met Thor, doesn't he look like a Thor? He, he does. looks exactly like it. He looks exactly like a guy named Thor. He plays the um, part well. He certainly does. But, uh, yeah, the... Uh, Although he the, said the same charger thing. cable coming out of his backpack to his cell phone... He lost a few points. He does that on purpose. Mm. Still <laughs> lost a few points. You're also the one that wanted to paint the the giant hatchet wielding uh, Spartan pink polka dotted purple. Purple with pink polka dots. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. And then gave us shit because we didn't do the polka dots. I was mad. I we didn't have time. Lies. I did the uh, so. For those of you who haven't seen it, like I said, you'll see it on our Instagram channel whenever Joel's done doing that. But. Um, so there was a tree that felled not that far up the road from Joel's. So uh, they decide midway through Saturday to take a chainsaw and about 10 guys and go and lop off a piece of this tree to put on the front of this thing. Um, the reason we had to do that is I spent two days doing a glue up uh, and uh, it never the glue never dried because we glued pressure treated wood. So I was trying to do an end grain two by four block that you could throw hatchets at. And uh, that didn't work out. So after a lot of F-bombs <clears throat> and a lot of anger, um, it got weird. So they went and bought a gigantic, uh, or didn't bought, but got a log and brought it over. And it was awesome. I didn't even care that the thing I built for two days never got used. The log made it perfect. So Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was, uh, it was, uh, you and Preston hit that like hard. <laughs> The, we yeah. kind of broke up into different, uh, so Billy, um, cord made a bar on the fly for the moonshine display. Uh, so he, he did, did that. too. And it was awesome. It was, it was like, I was thinking, let's take a pallet, let's staple it to another pallet and then put a thing on top. And he did this amazing kind of rusticy. um, um, cedar wood. I just, I pointed him to our pile of aromatic cedar and said you can use all of that and the pressure treated two by fours and then preston uh worked with you on the uh giant purple spartan that's sitting in my front yard and then izzy worked on his super secret project uh mm -hmm. while i was here and which is still not done by the way so, so close though and uh, uh yeah one more trip you're gonna you're gonna a little less pressure this next time and then uh and then uh, everybody else did like help with cooking and and running errands and doing all sorts of things. I could have never done the party without. Like it was just amazing. So about I think we had about a hundred people here, uh, all all jamming to uh, the sweet sultry sounds of uh, of uh, Baby Got Back and uh, drinking moonshine. <laughs> And, uh, it was, it was fantastic. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm very sad. Uh, we were, we're, I know a lot of people could not make it, did not make it, did not, uh, and I will dare to say did not put the effort in to make it. And I'm sorry for those folks. Oh Jesus. Uh, and, and I will tell you that, uh, 
it was something to behold, and we thought a lot about the people that weren't there, but uh, we had a fantastic time, and I was half comatose by about 11 o'clock that night, and uh, everybody was super, it was just, it's one of those parties where there wasn't a single, like, you know, there's always that guy, well, there wasn't a guy, mm -hmm. so it was awesome. So it was, everybody had fun, nobody was babysitting, it was, it was really good. Yeah, I actually a bunch of guys came up to uh, have some uh, conversations with me. Um, oh shit! What is the, the guy that made the mallet? What's his name? Oh, uh, Jeff Shaw. Yeah, Jeff. Um, Jeff's great. Ideal, yeah, I, sorry, Ideal Jeff, brand. I forgot your name. I completely blanked on that because I was just listening to Joel talk. So um, he came up and had a. Had, he came up you. to head. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It's not that it was a lot. Just I was trying to pay attention to what you were saying. So. Um, it's been a long weekend. I'm, I'm kind of tired. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so we got, uh, he came up, had a really, uh, you know, sort of heartfelt conversation with me and he realized how awkward I am when people try to talk about me in a nice way to my face. <laughs> so, so I just want to apologize to Jeff for, uh, you know, what I'm sure he thought was a complete dead stare, but this, the, uh, I, I don't take compliments well, but so. That's right. We it's barely thing, give them. It's one thing about, you know, the thing that's nice about our community, and, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, and if you're tired of hearing it, I don't give a shit. But the uh, as far as the community goes, I mean, you find your tribe and then you really love them hard. You know what I mean? Um, and that's that's really kind of what all these people do. You know, they, there's, there's sort of this romantic idea of what our group and what our community is. And no one wants to be the one that's shunned from that or, or even poison it or, you know, degrade it really in any way. Um, one of the things, though, that, that some of us are bad at, and, I, and I'll raise my hand here, is that uh, it, it's okay to love everybody hard, but it, it, not a lot of us know how to be loved back. So that is something I have a, a kind of a hard time with. So if you, if you came to say nice things about me, I listened, I take it to heart. I, I, I have the play the conversations over and over in my head after they're done, but in the moment it's very awkward and, uh, I probably come off that way. So I think, you know what, Izzy does a very good job at pretending to accept compliments very well. I think over the last eight years or 10 years, however many you've been fairly famous on YouTube, I think you've had to accept the fact that people come up to you at wood shows and various other things and have learned to take those compliments with some form of grace even though i know that inside you're cr cringing because when we sit down at the table you don't give us that same uh maybe facade i don't want to say it like that's an, like a negative thing i just want to say like like you're like ah joel shut up you know kind of a thing. you wouldn't tell a stranger that you'd be like oh, that's very nice of you thank you very much i appreciate you know that that kind of support is wonderful you know you do the thing and to make people feel good about what they're saying um but it, it is, it, <clears throat> there's a great example that is, uh, is Tony, Tony Rollo is, I mean, he's just fantastic Whoa. in 95 different ways. Um, but you give the man a compliment and he just, he turns beet red. <laughs> he, just, he does. <laughs> and he, he's like, I, I just do a job. No, so I do. It's not a big deal. It's fine. Thank is he the same way though? Yeah. He is in private. I think I've seen him yeah. work crowds and things like he does he does really good at and i know he's dying inside when he does it because it makes him feel just uncomfortable i know you, am i wrong is he like you've worked at this you had to yeah i i mean i'm not i'm not someone who takes compliments well right 
but but you do yeah. you, you you fake it well when you're in that it's not it's not faking i mean i appreciate the i appreciate it and i appreciate the compliments and it means a lot to me that people are willing to come up and do that um and i and i you know for me i just i got into this to meet people and i'm still in this because i like meeting people and i'm i'm curious about them so i i i found um after lots of practice i can very very quickly direct the conversation towards them find out what kind of woodworking they're into and where they're from and that part of it i like a lot so you know take the good with with what you can get so that's that's how it works out um you know and I, I think i don't know it's just it's, it's just different i'm not a, i'm not accustomed to people going up and going you're izzy you know that's weird for me well I you do, are izzy i, I do I know. it'd be strange if they walked up and they were like hey alice you'd be like what? <laughs> i don't know i might get a guy. kick out of that That'd be awesome. all right You'd well be like, that's gonna be a thing now you probably shouldn't have said that no i don't care yeah by the way, I have a massive apology to, to hand out, uh, in a very, uh, tired way this morning, I took Wes and Tim to the airport and, uh, because their flights left this morning, they were staying at the house and Wes had to get on the plane. So we got up, I got up at six in the morning after a very long weekend and, uh, took everybody out. And Tim was there and for a brief moment, although we had a whole conversation about this the evening previous about spending, uh, his flight was about two hours later and we were going to go probably like grab a bite to eat or something. I'd circle back around and then maybe go to Highland or something woodworking. And I turned to him after he didn't get out of the car after Wes, uh, at the drop off and say, Hey, are you going in? He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and I had completely forgotten about, in fact, we were supposed to spend the next hour or so together and I shoved him out of the car and be like, mm, see ya bitches. And, <laughs> and went back to bed and he was like, he didn't even say, you like, had, had, you had a said, reverse hostage crisis. Had he said a breakfast, uh, uh, Highland Woodward, any of those number of words, I would have, my, I was so like, I was good with driving. I was happy to be in the position to be on the road and and he just was like all right man see you later take care and i was like oh that's why he hesitated because i'm an idiot the idiot part kicked in so tim tim well it's uh, probably just the uh the tired tim tim webster is fantastic he's very quiet he's just there but he you know as soon as something needs to get done he picks up the next wrench and starts going at it and uh and uh, t- Tim, I love you very much. And the next time you're down here, I swear to Christ, I'm going to buy you something in Highland Woodworking. <laughs> you're an a-hole. Highland Woodworking. <laughs> yeah, I never got over there because I was no, building that's right. well, we don't, Spartans. We don't, we, they're not really important, not as important as Klingspore. And they're not as good. It's true. So, But it's it's local. Yeah. It's a local thing. It's well, like a Krispy Kreme or, a, or a, you know, something, a diversity or something important about Atlanta. So. Well, that's one thing that the uh, the Georgia show actually made me look forward to the Klingspor show. Yeah. Because yeah. Klingspor kicks its ass all the way around. Last so. weekend in October, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you have a chance to go to the woodworking show in Atlanta or the one in, in uh, Klingspor, you go to the Klingspor one. If you're there just for the show. If you're coming to hang out with Joel and uh, me, get naked with Tony, Atlanta's probably a better venue for that, but the, uh, the Hickory right. show is pretty strong so yeah 
Yeah, it was it was it was it was a lot of fun last year when we went to the Hickory Show. It was a lot of fun here. Uh, it's it's we we make our own phone. Like the the Atlanta show is okay. I mean, it's it's there. It's a thing we use it as an excuse. Uh, probably won't use it as an excuse next year. Uh, if they're there, they're there. If they're not, they're not. And uh, we will probably find some other something to do to to make a gathering in the southeast. So, uh, but yeah, Hickory's really nice because Hickory's like right in almost in the middle of the coast area, uh, because you know nobody lives in Maine, and if you discount that, it's it's just about right in the middle. It's true. So, so uh, it's easy for anybody on the East Coast, really, from Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, from you know Vermont on down to get to North Carolina. It's it's not it's a day drive. So we are definitely hitting it hard, right, Izzy? Are we building a what are we building a Viking ship or something? A, a, some sort well, I'd of like to make, system? I, I, I would like to us to set a date and we were supposed to talk about that while I was down there, but we didn't, um, you, we worked you our weren't around off. much. No, I wasn't around much. I went to the show. I, I, for one happened to really enjoy the show. So I went and spent some time there and then, um, yeah, I was working my balls off while you were playing at the, uh, at the event. Good. Good. As it should be. So as it should be. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I'll, I'll take no shit for you for not having this meeting. <laughs> uh, so the, anyway, yeah, so that was what I, uh, that's what I did. But, um, the, um, the Atlanta show or the extravaganza, we need to plan a date for that to get together and build a, build a, um, Viking ship and stuff to go on the Viking ship. And, um, I've got some other fun things I'm bringing with me that I plan on building on some videos over the course of the next few months. We fun. really got to see if they'll let us make a human catapult. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is that that's easy. Making a human catapult is probably super easy. The problem is how do we get them to land safely? <laughs> well, no, that's not our problem. We just make the, uh, you know, hey, we're going to launch you on this. And the, when people go, where do I land? We go, ah, that's what this waiver's for. <laughs> so, I don't mean to, to poke no. holes on, in the boat idea, but wh- where does it go when we're done with it? It stays there. We bring it back here and we launch it. We light it on fire. By the way, our, <laughs> <Okay>. our folks, <laughs> then it becomes a funeral so, pyre. So all we're going to do is spend a lot of time on something that we'll eventually burn to the ground. Yeah, we're going to spend a couple thousand dollars and a couple days building this giant, crazy, cool thing, and then we'll burn it later. Right on. <laughs> Sounds like every marriage. <laughs> Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, that by the way, negative and negative in any way, shape or form, Joel. No, 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 not certainly not intended to be. <clears throat> uh, anyway, the, uh, uh, we got a major award by the way, presented to us. We did at, at a, the hotel. Uh, uh, speaking of which the chorizo Turner, where the hell is it? It's in the trunk of my car. You bastard he I, you're I, you gave it to me at the show you were like here put this in your car and i, I did? did and it's in there because that sounds yeah. like something i wouldn't do i would have been like this is a cherished thing and i'm keeping it no i said hey because i was getting ready to walk over to get my car across the convention center and I come back to the hotel and i said There's, hey do you want I'm, this and I'm you were like i don't want that friggin thing is it and <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming there's no witnesses to this conversation. There was plenty of witnesses. You're like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? Get that thing out of here. And so, 
So it's in the trunk of my car, and you know, I'll put uh-huh. it in a fire pit eventually. Yeah, I, I noticed you didn't <laughs> mention it or bring it out at the party or anything. Yeah. Um, that's <clears throat> not true. Well, I actually, I even on on the homage I paid to the weekend. It's it. I made it very clear that I was impressed to receive that. Well, we we got a so to tell you what this is. This is a turned. Uh, this is a like a stamp gavel, and it, it's uh it's been nicknamed the Willie, and uh and it was presented to us for um uh not being dicks, I think, and yes, for, for and uh, it is and it is it, incredibly phallic in nature. I think it's a it's it's the nameplate says meh, so uh, it's I think for mediocre podcasts, uh, so we excel at that. Thank you very much. We do. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. <laughs> no, that so, was uh, a uh, yeah. That was it. It's it's easily the nicest handcrafted phallic thing I've ever received as a trophy. Yeah, so. yeah, that was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, so was, Jul- Julian, Julian, do you want to turn? Do you want to give some credit to where the where it came uh, from? Right, Ro- Julian Martinez. Julian Martinez, five there. by three. Is that his? Uh, he's a lot taller than he th- he's a lot taller than I thought he would be. Isn't he? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, a lot taller. Yeah, yeah. he's. I, I've met. He's Julian like six foot that. six. So, I've hung out with Julian at, at the slip and slide party last year. He's he's amazing. He's so aerodynamic. He would go like four hundred miles an hour down the slip and slide. Well, he's only like five foot three, and he probably weighs about ninety five pounds. So I have a thigh that weighs more than he does. Jeez. Yeah. It's nowhere near as sexy though. No, not not even, not no, even, not even remotely. So so uh oh hey, you guys want to hear something funny? Uh, hit me. I'm currently unemployed. Merry you did it. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? That's like, that's like when somebody says, Hey, I'm getting a divorce. And you're like, I, is that, is that a th- uh, good thing? <laughs> <do I> s- <laughs> Congrats. Congratulations. Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. So my last day at work was yesterday. Uh, in our industry, they don't do two week notices. Once you make the decision that you're done, you're just done. And so, I called uh, I called my boss, who is also a friend of mine, on the way back from Georgia, and told him, "Hey, I'm going to be here's my two week notice. I won't be there for the next two weeks." And uh, he was like, "Okay." He said, uh, "Would you mind cleaning out everything while no one's there on a Sunday?" So, uh, yeah, okay. So I went in there. Uh, I, on my drive home, I stopped into the shop, cleaned out all my stuff, came home, and now I have stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do with. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, but this don't, is, this uh, is a, this I don't is need a any GoFundMes, by the way. I, I do sign, I, I start a new job on, uh, Wednesday. So. Yeah. This, this is a planned thing. This is, I mean, this is yes. a, this is a, you saw some writing on the wall and, and this is not a, um, uh, that might not be fair, but I, I just, uh, you, you, so you get to a point. And uh, I actually, it, this might even make an interesting conversation topic for this evening, but the, uh, even though we're 30 minutes in at this point, um, you get to a point where you just, it's time to move on. And, you know, it's, it's not necessarily that I think the writing's on the wall or there's going to be any, you know, I don't think there's going to be a branch closure or the company shutting down or anything. It's just the way they did business is just different than the way I'd like to do business. 
and it works for them. It just stopped working for me. And I've got a lot of ideas on how to improve things and make things better for the employees, the customers, everything. They're just not kind of, you know, they're, they're, they're sort of doing things the way they do them regardless because it's the way they've always done them. One of those type of deals. Yeah. And and you're just like, hey, I've been at places where this is way better, like all the way around. So, right. I mean, Joe, we closed a loan for you and it was, you know, as silky Seven. smooth as you can make something, right? So, and trying to implement those things in this company, they're just sort of, you know, uh, they're against it. So, I and me, I'm not a person like, you know, uh, a lot of folks will look at, at a job change and, and I change jobs. I mean, I have no problem leaving a company after a year if I'm just not happy there. Oh, people yeah. think I'm crazy for that, but um, I think it's a lot crazier to work a job where you get up every morning and hate every minute of your, you know, 40 hours a week and still do it just because it's a job. Like to me, that makes absolutely no sense. Why would you, because, you know, Izzy and I had this conversation, uh, I think, do we do it in person or on the podcast where you said, hey, you know, your drive, your commute is an hour each direction. So you're working eight hours a day. It takes you two hours to get there and get back. That's 10 hours a day that you're doing something you absolutely can't stand doing. What, where's the, where's the, the, the heroism in keeping doing it? Yeah. Where's the hookers and blow? Exactly. Right. You know, and it's, um, so yeah, I'm a big, uh, I'm sort of a big uh, proponent of, um, you know, if you're unhappy, there's not many people that are going to fix that, but you. You know what I'm saying? It's just, if something's, I mean, somebody told me once that you're never really mad at other people. You're just kind of mad at yourself. And I think that there's some real truth to that because when you get pissed off, it's usually at yourself. You may have another target in mind, but, um, you know, so-and-so did something. But most of the time you feel like it's a failure of your own that you let it happen to you, right? So, right. and I, I kind of get that because you can't change other people. Like if Izzy does something to piss me off, and he never does, but I'm just saying, you know, as an example, which is this is a bad one because Izzy's the sweetest human being that's ever lived. But, um, but if Izzy does something to piss me off, and he's got something that he does that always pisses me off, I can't change Izzy. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's no. What can I do about that? So I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at me. You know, I I I have to change me in that situation, or or change how I approach Izzy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's uh, my father used to tell me, um, and if you have young kids, uh, maybe, uh, maybe hit mute for a few minutes, <laughs> but <laughs> my father used to have a same, <clears throat> I tell him, you know, Hey, is, is blah, blah, blah. Is he pissing me off? He's like, well, what the fuck are you going to do about it? And that's a very stark question. Like you're, you're oh, gee, you know, it's like, it, it, you know, it, it, look at everything in your life. You're unhappy at work. You don't like what you do. You're miserable all the time. What the fuck are you going to do about it? You know what I'm saying? If you are in a dead-end job that sucks the life out of you, that pisses you off constantly, do you think the job's going to change? Are you waiting for the job to change? I mean, have you looked for a new job? Do you know what else is out there? Or do you just get up, go to work, and just be pissed off the whole time? Right? I mean, that's what most people do. Hey, this is the thing I'm doing, so I'm always going to be doing it. Let me go over there and do it. It's like, all right, so. It's a crappy way to spend like a third of your life. Yeah, but I mean, take that outside of the work environment. Like, are you in, you know, like, uh, are, are you unhealthy? Do you want to lose weight? Okay. 
what the fuck are you going to do about it? I mean, are you waiting for food to change? Are you waiting for someone to do a buddy system and get your ass on a treadmill? I mean, you know, what, what are you going to do about it? You know, and that's the, you know, I, I see this in, in a lot of different people and I'm, I'm not above this. I just, I notice it in myself and others probably, you know, more frequently. It's like, are you in a shitty relationship where you're constantly being treated poorly, where you're always being put down, where you can never find happiness? Okay. Well, you can make a thousand excuses why you should stay in that relationship, but is that how you want to live your life? And if it isn't, okay, well, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Right? It's like, what's the plan for change? And, and if you're not willing to look at yourself and make that change, where, where's it going to come from? I mean, you can't ask for family members to come and bail you out. You can't ask for, I mean, you, they might, you might get lucky and have that opportunity where somebody notices, Hey, this doesn't work or, you know, what you're doing is ridiculous or you don't have any, you know, plans or goals or whatever the case may be, but who, who's going to fix it if not you? You know what I mean? You've got to look at yourself and look out at the world and say, okay, here's things I don't like about the situation that I'm in. What can I do to change it? And it doesn't just apply to work. It applies to everything. Yep. You know what I mean? You know how many people I know that are just, they just carry around misery. Lots. Like, and it, they just carry it with them. It's just like a goddamn suitcase. They got strapped to their back. They're just, it's always on them. And they can do, they're the only ones that can fix it. Just, I don't think, honestly, I don't think people know that they're the ones that can fix it. Like they keep looking outward at some type of change. They want a pill. They want a, you know, they, they want a self-help book. Do you know the United States is, is the number one place for self-help sales? Between podcasts, books, audiobooks, all that stuff. We sell more self-help bullshit than any other place in the world by like a long margin. And, but do you, I mean, do you know a lot of people getting help? <laughs> People go to marriage counselors, relationship advisors. They do all this bullshit. Well, what are you getting from it? You know what I'm saying? You hire a personal trainer when you want to lose weight. You buy a cookbook. You do this. Okay, well, I mean, those are things that can be helpful, but you're looking out. You're wanting other people to make change for you. you got to make that change for you. So when I'm sitting in in a job environment that I get up and it pisses me off every day, I go in there, I give advice to people, they don't take it or... And listen, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. If I give you an idea and it's a bad one, just say, hey, listen, I don't think that'll work. But it does work. And I'm, and you guys know me well enough. I'm okay to be told you're wrong. I may pout like a baby for a few minutes, but I mean, it's if you say, hey, this idea that you have is not a good one, okay, I'll listen to that. You know, if you have an alternative proposal, I'm happy to pay attention to what you're saying. You know, but... Hey, we have a problem. What are we doing about it? We're just going to keep doing it. Well, so yeah, saying, I'll tell, I'll tell an employer to kiss my ass. It's time so, to go. It's time to move on. So what you're saying is, it's you know, it, the change comes from within. No, I'm saying, what the fuck are you going to do about it? So you're saying you have a choice. So so what? Let's let's let's. You had a job didn't like you went around and you looked at other options and then you agreed that the other options looked better and so you drop the hammer on one job and you're going to the next job is that is that the easiest breakdown of it that for, for that particular thing yeah yeah for that particular thing mm-hmm. so <clears throat> is it possible it, 
Well, I just it, wanted to it, say, it, this doesn't make me better than anyone, by the way. No, Because I'm no, guilty no, no. of I'm all not, of these I'm things. Not, I'm not, so I don't want you to think that I'm, I'm not coming down on anybody for things that uh, I, you know, I don't see in myself. Right. No, I'm, I'm saying uh, I think comfort and repeatability and scheduling becomes a very addictive thing. Like, you may not like what you're doing, but you know, every two <clears throat> weeks they hand you a piece of money, you know, and they, they, do, I think it can be very addictive going from, from that type of thing to the, and probably the biggest thing that people have a problem with when they're, when they're going to self-employed, especially is the fact that there is no guarantees. So I think, I think it's, I think it, I think it's easy for people to get caught up. I think it's addictive for people to show up to a job they don't like, um, because it's, it's what they're doing. Like it's, it's, it's there. It, it probably pays the bills. It does a thing. I'm not saying it's the right thing. I'm just saying in a world of ease and comfort as being a main priority, I think the idea of quitting your job for some uncertainty is probably terrifying to a lot of people. It, I, I don't disagree. I mean, <clears throat> no, well, and here's the thing. I mean, I grew the way I grew, I grew up in a household that was very challenging to, you know, just to, uh, to not give a ton of detail, but it was just, you know, when you grow up in a household that's always broke, um, you know, your lights are constantly being shut off. You're, you know, you're, you're basically berated for everything, told to shut up constantly, beaten for the most minute things. Like you just, you don't know that's not normal because it's become your normal, right? So it's, and, and the human mind and, the, and, and human beings are very flexible to whatever their situation or scenario is. You know what I'm saying? So you, you get to a situation where the shittiest things in the world that other people see as being shitty just become the thing that you do because it's what you do. So when I say people carry around misery with them, I mean, that's what it is. They've just gotten used to that misery. Like life outside of that doesn't seem normal because they've been acclimated to that normal. Right. I mean, as a kid, you don't have enough food to eat. Your power is being shut off every three months. Um, you know, you're wearing clothes from cousins and while everybody else has new stuff, like you can see around you that the life you live is not normal, but it's still your normal. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, that's all just people get used to their situation. And it, sometimes it takes somebody, you know, it, 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 sometimes it takes an outside influence to be like, hey, dude, you don't have to do that. But that change after you've made, you know, when you're a kid, I mean, what do you do about it? Right. I mean, you're not, it's not like you can just, okay, I'm nine and I'm leaving. <laughs> so I'll be guessing wait at the circus to pay my bills. Right. So, um, but you, you know, if there's something in your life that's just causing you a constant level of discomfort or misery or, you know, it just pissing you off, then you, you have to be the person that changes that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, and, and, and it's okay that you, and, and a lot of people get embarrassed that they've let themselves get that way. Right. I mean, how many guys do you know that are, you know, I, I have a, 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 had a situation while we were in uh, Georgia. I had a family member who's a goddamn alcoholic who wrecked a car while we were, you know, having a good time. Right. That is a, that is a self-imposed problem. And, but you just get to the point where you're like, yeah, I mean, that's just who you are. And then you get embarrassed that you let yourself get that way, right? So, I mean, you're almost carrying that as sort of being, uh, you know, you're like a martyr for yourself at some point. You just got to you gotta say, hey, listen, it's, it's time. It's just time to, 
I can't be this person anymore. You know, today's got to be the day I change. Whatever that change looks like, I don't know. I mean, the change is scary, but I mean, it can't be worse than, you know, some of the things that you're dealing with currently, right? Yes. Yeah, almost. So I, I have the, uh, I have the two memories philosophy where, uh, or two worlds philosophy, which is when you think about something scary, like change, like big life changes, jobs, family, new births, deaths, uh, all those things. I think about the stress that is of the moment and then the learning that you remember many years later. Like when I was getting a divorce, it was uh, just a complete shit show, disaster town, right? There's a kid involved. It's nothing good, nothing happy about the process of it, right? But the end result was uh, my life changed so dramatically better over that time because of that, that I can now look back at that time, even my marriage before that and say, well, this was a, this is a huge learning experience. This was a, well, it was a time suck that I don't get that time back that I, I, somebody could say is wasted. The truth of the matter was I learned a whole bunch of things that I now know is important to me. So I was able to take a look at this. So I believe in kind of the two world things. So the thing that's happening now, that, that emergency, that, that issue, the stress that relates to the world that has to change because of those things. Um, but almost, almost nobody goes and says, well, that was, that was it. Life's over. I'm done. And it's all over. Like if you can just get past those bumps, the, the hills almost never get harder to climb because you've got more information to deal with things. You be, uh, you end up usually being a better person because you go through those things. So people have easy lives. They're usually crap people. You know, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it allows you to reflect on those and you get a chance to like in, in a year, you're going to look at this and we're going to be laughing about the transition. Uh, not to say that you are having a tough time with this because this is obviously your choice, but I'm sure you would have much rather over this past year or so to have had a stable job, the job you wanted, the job that you were promised in the first place, the things that you wanted to do in life and be doing those things right now instead of looking oh, for jobs and absolutely and trying to source out a n- new way to make a living and and here you are now doing an, another transition to get to that Shangri-La where you want to be. And, <laughs> well, and I don't so, expect Shangri-La. I just, uh, I'm, no, no, no. I'm just a, hoping, I'm hoping that place. the, uh, yep. I'm hoping it's slightly better. <laughs> but I bet you, but I bet you when that happens in a year now, we'll be joking about things, uh, during this time period because you won't have that immediate stress that that'll be, that'll be gone because it'll be replaced by the wisdom of the things that happened and in the fact that it's over. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, because obviously, and I think divorces and deaths and all those things I mentioned, um, are that same thing. I like the two worlds view. See The the thing you're talking about is what I call the, uh, the rear view mirror view. Right. So like when you're driving down the street and the, you know, snowstorm, heavy rain, it hits, you're looking at it out the windshield. It, it seems pretty terrifying and pretty shitty and, and you don't know how you're going to get through it. And, you know, but then drive a little bit and the storm passes and you're looking at it through the rear view mirror. It doesn't seem that bad at all. Right. And then 
three years from now when you're telling the story to somebody else about, you know, holy shit, man. You remember that drive back from Atlanta? Hit that snowstorm and, you know, blah, blah, blah. That was pretty crazy, right? And it, it just kind of becomes sort of this passing thing that, you know, at the time it was completely enveloping. And now it's just sort of a, <laughs> remember that? You know, so that's... Yep. Um, yep. It's, it that's, is a, that, that's kind of the way that works in my head, at least. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a, and it's one of those things, you know, when we talk about, uh, and people talk about like suicide prevention for, especially for teens, because everything I was, I was just watching a fantastic interview with, um, Monica Lewinsky and she said her entire world, like globally turned to shit, like just completely out of proportion. Uh, for John the, Oliver. Exactly. And, I saw uh, this morning. And, and, and said that, you know, completely out of proportion, you know, the crime did not fit the bill and it, and it doesn't, there's no way you can argue that, that, you know, 10, 20 years of harassment is, is for a blowjob is, is uh, anything is, is appropriate is appropriate. <laughs> right. So, so, uh, so, so the, the end result is that, that, you know, when you talk to people that are in that, the middle of the crazy situation the, the easiest thing to say is it's not always going to be like this. This is not, this doesn't have to be a defining moment. This can be just a thing and it can be, it, it'll always get better because it, this isn't going to be, this isn't going to be how your life is always and forever. This is just a moment in time. There's going to be more moments in time. You're going to be defined by other things too. You know, I mean, unless you, <laughs> there's an old joke. I can't tell that joke. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Move. Sorry. So uh, you do it so one is he? time, <laughs> and they call yeah. you that. Sorry, <clears throat> McGregor. Um, yeah. So uh, Izzy, you, you're quiet. Anything to add? <laughs> well, I dig Joel out of this hole. Right. No, you guys you. are covering it all really well. No, actually, I was thinking that this really goes along well with kind of what I wanted to talk about last week was, you know, that the whole premise of loving yourself, (laughs) not to take that to a weird place, but (laughs) wrong place for that. Right. Mm, Yeah. Um, You know, I, it's, I'm, I really, anything I would say would just be more or less repeating or, or um, solidifying the things that you've already said, but I mean, you said it all. I mean, people are afraid of change. We're we're creatures of habit. We like we like our security, and anything that threatens that is um, is scary to us. Even if our security is a miserable place to be, you know. I mean, that's part of that's it's wired into us as human beings. We don't like the unknown. We make excuses for it. We make up stories about it. We, you know, something we've done for, from, you know, when we could first start communicating. You know, if we don't understand something or don't know it, we'll make up reasons for it. <clears throat> so that just goes, you know, that brings, that's in every aspect of our life. We, we're, we're afraid of the unknown. So we try to understand things the best we can. And, you know, if we change is, we hope would be better. But, you know, in some cases it could be worse. So we just don't, we don't know and we, we're afraid of it. We're, it's just scary. But if you're miserable, I mean, how much worse could it be? That's true. You know? it, it's, it's, it's always the, it's a lot of people have a tough time with the unknown. You know, yeah. like, like if you're, if you're just miserable. Oh, dude. Yeah. I, I had, so I had a very close friend of mine. Um, she was in a relationship with somebody who was, verbally and physically abusing her and everybody in the world was like hey you you just you got to get out of this thing right 
Um, and, and it, it seems like it, there's no amount of excuses you can make regardless of how deep the hole is you're in. Right. There's, there's always a reason why, because people can't, people have a hard time thinking they're wrong. You know what I mean? Cause if you, if you think you're wrong, you'll do something different. Nobody wants to be wrong, right? So you're right. in this relationship where you got this guy who's, you know, pulling you by the hair and just treating you like shit in front of everybody, and just, you know, I mean, just to, just the, the, all the things you think about when you think about an abusive relationship, and you just, you know, you keep making excuse after excuse for why it happens, and then finally somebody, you know, she, she just made the decision. I, I this isn't going to be my life. I'm not going to be defined by this. This is not who I am. I'm not going to be the abused person the rest of my life, right? And, you know, all the same, well, you know, what's going to happen to me? I'm not, you know, I, am I going to find somebody else? Is, you know, did, how am I going to make it on my own? I can't afford, you know, to live in a place by myself. There's all, all these things, right? And fast forward, you know, three, four years, uh, married to an amazing guy who, you know, doesn't have to kick her down a flight of stairs to show her how much he loves her. Um, you know, they go on vacations all the time. They, they're into the same things. And, you know, and she found this because she wasn't stuck in the rut of, um, you know, this, just, just, this being just whatever that was, right. It just, she stopped making the excuse that this is who I want to be and, or, or that, you know, that this is what my life is. Um, I get up every day and I deal with this bullshit and I fight off all this nonsense and, and this is who I am. And she was like, you know what? I, life is short. I deserve better. And that's, you know, but that change had to be her. I mean, it, you know, she, she had to do something about it. And that's, and like I said, I mean, you look at her life now and, and I mean, she is the envy of all her girlfriends. Yeah. I mean, hell, her husband's so freaking hot. I've thought about dating him. Like, <laughs> so, you know, it's like, dude makes a shit ton of money. They're always on vacation. They're always doing all kinds of cool stuff. Like she just, she was like, you know what? But she opened herself up to the possibility of what might, what else might be out there. Right. Yes, this is a thing, and you're, you know, you've got some semblance of stability in this relationship because it's not, you know, abusive relationships are never always abusive. You know, rarely are they. They're they're always just a little bit abusive at first, and then it sort of gradually gets worse and worse. And and, and any amount of abuse is too much. You know, if you're in a relationship with a man or a woman and they're hitting you ever or job, yeah. Get out of that bullshit. You don't deserve that. If you are, and, and abuse doesn't just have to be that. You can just be, you know, if you are verbally degraded constantly, you know, either alone or in front of your friends or whatever, get out of that bullshit. Does that mean it, you don't need that? Who needs that? You know what I'm saying? Like you just, that's not the kind of life you want to live. And and like I say, if you open yourself up to the possibility, I mean, most of the time it can't get worse. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I, I don't ever, like, I don't, like me quitting this job and going to work for somebody else. I may not make the money I was making. I, you know, it may not have, the, the, the company may not be the same standing as the company I was working for. Um, the long-term benefits not, may not be as good, but, uh, you know, and, and these are all kind of, and, and these are all possibilities. I don't know. I mean, I may make three times the money I was making. You know, I mean, there may be way more opportunities for what I want to do. There, there, There's a whole host of possibilities I haven't even explored yet because I've just recently opened up the opportunity, you know, and that's, who knows what it'll be. Who knows? Six months from now, I might be on this show going, holy shit, did I make a mistake? You know what I mean? Like, but but I, I know where I'm going where I was and I don't like where, I don't like where that road ends. I don't like how that path sort of works itself out. You know what I mean? I, I'd rather be open to the opportunity of instead of being on this this road that you know has some reasonable level of stability. Let's just take a left or a right here, see where we end up. You know what I'm saying? Because 
I just, I mean, I, I can't trade that volume of my life. And that's, that's really what it comes down to is I get up in the morning, I kiss my kids, you know, I take a shower, I get them out the door and then I don't see them again until they finish their homework. So I've traded a volume of my life for this thing. Right. And I do it in, because of them, I, you know, I want them to have things and, you know, food is good and you know, having the lights and the heat on are always nice. Um, but I just don't want it to be, you know, that when I come home, I'm so goddamn miserable that the only thing I can do is tell them to get away because that's what ends up happening. You know what I mean? It's now this thing that sucks affects the rest of your life too. It just takes up all this time. You know what I mean? It's just now I come home from work and I'm just goddamn grumpy. You know, I walk in the door and I'm like, I need 10 minutes. You know what I mean? And then you sit down and you make yourself a drink. And then you, you now, you know, and then two hours go by. And you come upstairs to bed. Everybody's asleep. You know, you, you've missed out on life. I mean, this thing is just, you know, it's just, it's taken over. Yeah. And that's not every day. It's not all the time. But, I mean, it's enough of the time. Sure. And if it sure. makes up a percentage of your life, it's time to move on. Speaking speaking about moving on, not not that this isn't important. I, I no, do, please let's I, move on. I I do I do want to have you describe my Waffle House near me. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of tenuous situations, <laughs> so when you walk into the Waffle House over by Joel's house, um, and I'll probably be sued for this, but it is exactly what you think a Waffle House should be. Exactly. Not 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 a little bit. So the cook is a gigantic human being. Like he's just tall and burly, and it looks like somebody shaved down a grizzly bear and gave him a spatula. Like he's he's exact. And you know, they threw a hat on him. The wait staff is waiting to pounce on you. Like I mean, in in kind of a sweet way. Like they're doing it, it. It you know, it's it's endearing harassment, but harassment nonetheless. Like. <laughs> One of them at any moment could break out into tears over God knows what. Um, you know, and the if you question, hey, uh, I said something about, I ordered a, a thing of bacon and uh, some type of meat omelet. And Joel asked me what I'd gotten. And I said, I got this and some bacon. And the lady was like, don't ever question my professionalism again. <laughs> when she brought the bacon, I think she was thinking like, I looked at Joel and was like, where's my bacon? And that's not what happened at all. But she was just, you know, ready to I, pounce at a moment's I, notice. I think she was playing. So we have. A, the, she's doing it playfully. This, I don't oh, want you yes. to think it's done with any animosity. She's, yeah. she's being, you know, sort of, she's trying to be sort of cute in like a flow from um, Alice kind of way. And I'm really dating myself with that reference, but the, uh, but yeah, that's, that's basically what it was. It's just like, you're like, wow, this is a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a, I, I go there often enough that they are, they all have missing digit t-shirts. So it's a, because of course they do. Because of course they do. And, uh, they, I, I go there enough because I, when you're on the keto diet thing, it's very easy to eat at Waffle House because everything's loaded with grease and fats. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, it's, it's a fun place. And, and the, the morning after the, we were at the lobby at the hotel, that would have been Saturday morning and everybody had been drinking, including myself. And we were, uh, it was, it was pretty early, but we had to start the day early. And, uh, one of my Tiffany, one of my favorite people there, 
who always is wonderful and cantankerous and harasses me. And she just constantly like, like just, just like the minute I sat my fat ass in one of the chairs was like on me. Like she saw like, just, just like mouse in a trap. And it was, I I just, I literally said to her, I said, Hey, hold on a second. You're going to have to slow down. You're going to have to slow down just a minute. (laughs) You're you're going to have to get, I need at least two cups of coffee before you do this to me this morning. Anyway. By the way, there is no reprieve from them either because I no. left her a hundred percent tip the day before, and she still wore my ass out the next day. <laughs> yes, she did. They're fantastic. So they really. So are. I left her a two hundred percent tip the next day, and I'm hoping that the next time I go back there, there might be some reprieve. But I doubt. But, no, no, no. They asked good. where you were at least one day, and then you came in later. <laughs> but the the next day or so. Please, but, please tell me they asked where the cute one was. <laughs> uh, I don't believe that was their word. No, absolutely not. There's no way they're doing that. But they asked, they asked where you and Izzy were because we were, were, it's not uncommon. We have pictures to prove that we are there at least once a year Oh yeah. and we're at least memorable enough where they're like, Hey, where's, where's the other two guys? So yeah. So anyway, it was a, yes. it was a fun time. The, the Waffle House staff is fantastic and it is one of the cleanest, fastest, most accurate, uh, Waffle Houses I've ever been to. And I say that only out of fear. <laughs> oh yeah that girl beat just, you within an inch of your in life just in case she happens to hear this dude there and, must be you'll feel like it's your fault i and i i went there on valentine's day uh or the day after the day before whatever it was but they were getting deliveries by the dozens from their their patrons uh they must have had like five or six bouquet bouquets uh each it looked like a friggin' florist shop in there. I mean, they, they treat everybody well, but they treat some of us well-er. And, uh, and while I didn't buy them flowers, I probably should have, apparently. Maybe, they, maybe, maybe they're sweeter. You, do. You, no, you brought them no donuts chance. and they shunned you. Remember that? That's true. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I, did, I did buy them donuts. They looked at oh, you like the evil. <laughs> they were like, what? No powdered? You're like Jesus, <laughs> right? <laughs> By the way, it didn't matter what you opened up and they saw inside that box. That was going to be the response, right? Right? It could have been powdered. They yeah. would have been like, "What? No sprinkles? No jelly filled? No jelly filled?" Yeah. Then That's my right. favorite is a guy who is probably 400 pounds at six foot seven, and he Tony. comes over and he's like, "Oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure. I like this one. Like, come on, dude. Seriously, I don't know what you're trying to pull here. Free donuts." Yeah, that's a donut with zero attachment. Go ahead and get on it. And so, yeah. I like how Joe's like, speaking of abusive relationships, what about the Waffle House? I, I go there for the service. Yeah, they, they are pretty awesome. You know, the one thing that the, uh, if you ever go out to uh, lunch or breakfast or something with this community, like the... The, the generosity of the community is really kind of shows when the bill comes. Yes. Because everybody's, it's almost a fist fight to see who's going to pay. That's like true. it's never, yeah, I mean, it's, you know. And it's never it's, like just a $10 or $15 bill. This, this is like eight guys eating like, you know, yeah, like no, this, they're yeah, all 300 we're, we're not pounds. Talking, yeah, we're not talking about, you know, a little a little food either. So and God forbid, like the bill gets paid, like, uh, with, with some level of anonymity, then, then there will be hell to pay. 
Yeah. You know, so, uh, and if you Bob, pay it, if you sneakily pay it before I do, you get called names for the next, you know, half an hour. It gets weird. The worst part is when you're when you're accused of paying the bill when you didn't. That yeah, whatever. That is, that is when it really gets shitty. Yeah, we know you, Mike. You don't know me. That wasn't me. Uh, I keep telling you it wasn't me. I don't listen. I I got no problem telling you how awesome I am when I'm awesome. Believe me. But when I'm not the one who is awesome, I'm I'm happy to say so as well. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we, we'd still call you names. Yeah. If well, you, even if he yeah. didn't pay it. I'm reasonably convinced that Joel had paid that and then let me take the shit for it because he didn't want the oh, wrath no, of I'd, Izzy. I'd, I'd take glory in throwing you under the bus. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be questioning whether you did. I would be accusing you that you did. Wait a minute, that's what I did. But anyway, I do something different. So Fair enough. It was, it was a good time. You guys we are, had, you both on my shit list now. Oh, that was Billy. Billy just fessed up. Did he? Billy. All right. Well, you're getting the uh, you're you're getting the anal lashing from Izzy next time he sees you. So, Billy, you're an a hole. Yeah. What the hell is that about? Jerk. Something. <laughs> How did you even oh. do that? I didn't anyway. see him go. I you know I did not see oh. him go in. The only person I saw go in was Mike. Maybe that yeah. was because I was, had to pee and I was trying to get warm. Everybody we else was outside. wearing it was flannel or black and Mike and had a bright yellow blowing. jacket on. <laughs> yes. yeah, I don't know who decided to go to a place where the only way they can eat is outside. That that would so. be. that. So Izzy's, we have a place around us and it's good. They have these amazing smoked wings. And, oh, the food uh, was amazing there. And and it was fantastic and everything about it. But it's it's constantly busy and we were there on a what was it, Saturday afternoon? No, it was a Friday, right? Wasn't it Friday? No, it was Saturday. It was, was before, it? right before the show. But it's 2.30 in the afternoon. Who the hell has an entire place like jam-packed with people at 2.30 in the afternoon? This isn't even after church crowd, right? This is, this is, this is just a naturally occurring thing. I don't know. Some of, them, some of them Pentecostal people get a little bit overzealous. They so. do. Well... But, uh, but yeah, so we lap. ended up going there. I was like, I was like, how bad could it be? And so there we sat at 35 degrees eating our barbecue, which was cold before they even brought it to us. It was very it's still delicious. Yes. Yeah. Joel, and we're all, we're all huddled next to each other, like trying to just savor every ounce of body heat as it's coming off. It's 40 degrees. The wind is blowing like 15 miles an hour. Don't and, listen to these guys. It was and Izzy's sitting bad. over there in a pair of shorts <laughs> and a tank top. And he's right. like... Oh, it's nice out. My Nordic you can shut up forever. Right. My Nordic ancestors shun you for your jacket. Yeah. <laughs> this one guy, James, showed up. He didn't have a jacket. I had to give him mine. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm playing the chivalry guy over here with another dude. I'm like, hey, man, you want a jacket? And he tried pulling that. No, I'm like, your teeth are chattering. <laughs> Put this goddamn thing on. Yeah, we had we was, had a lot of fun. It was a good time. I hope you uh if you listen to us and 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 you can and you can make one of these events. It doesn't have to be Spore, end of October. Klingspor. It can be um there a number of events go on even without us really. There's uh there's one in Cleveland coming up that uh Lincoln. Yeah, nobody's going to Ohio. What's uh what's Klingspor's website again? <laughs> I can never remember that shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who who knows? Is it the the wood the woodchuck Woodshop.com. Wood wood I'm just going to get a banner. I'm going to get one of their banners and hang it right over my stuff. My, just right behind me. Yeah. The giant I got one. a big one right over there. 
So yeah, go to their website. And uh, by the way, they run specials every month. Um, I've, I've been putting them on our website too, if people go to that. Yeah, by but, the way, um, if you listen to us and you, be... and, you, and you want the good goods, uh, you should probably use the uh, code unicorn meat. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you shouldn't be embarrassed at all. The website is woodworkingshop.com. That's right. Woodworkingshop.com. It's not .eu. .edu. .biz. No, not .biz. They've been around forever. They're uh, great people. We love them They really should buy unicornmeat.com. They need to own that. (laughs) Too late. Somebody probably has it already. By the way, that unicorn meat will get you $5 off. (laughs) Yeah, well. I know that we joke and say it gets you nothing, but uh, our our good buddy Mike Z over there, he has thrown in a little bit of uh, savory goodness. And so, in all the delicious. So, yeah, go there and get your five bucks off. Now, just as a matter of decorum, if you order a $10 thing and ask for $5 off, they'll give it to you, but you shouldn't do that. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) They'll absolutely give it to you, but... By the way, if Don't you do that. if you order a three dollar and fifty cent thing and you you get five dollars <laughs> off, I, if they send you change, I, I think that should come to us. You're gonna get like, an invoice with the word get, asshole gonna, on it. Right, that's right, <laughs> <laughs> and you deserve it. And by the way, if you get that and you uh, if you send it to us, we'll put it on our my, our Instagram page. And so yeah, absolutely. Oh, I got uh, I got oh, I, I did my I big order. I I order sandpaper about every two months or so. And, uh, I just spent like, I don't know, a small, uh, all the money, <laughs> a, a, a small nation's <laughs> deficit on, uh, on sandpaper. And, did you use, uh, the, did you use the unicorn meat? Yeah. But I got, I got a special, uh, gift in the mail along with it. So I got some and stickers and some swag and some cool stuff. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing, no, no perks for being, you know, a clingspore bitch, but I'm saying I can't get shit from them guys. You, you, <laughs> just, you just have to ask. Oh, you is that to, it? You have, you have to know a guy. Yeah, I send, uh, I'll send him, like, I'll send uh, Mike. I'll be like, hey, man, uh, can I get a tape measure? He's like, they're $3, dude. Shoot big. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was just kind of asking to be a dick, you know, so. Because right. as of right now, all the things I wanted from their place, I go and give them money. And That's then true. they give me those things. So it's... uh. But but I love giving. Them By the money. way, our so uh, our our giant purple Spartan is mm-hmm. on the Maybe Podcast uh, uh, Instagram account. Uh, by the way, at Maybe Podcast, I do actually post things on that now because Mike apparently was under the misconception that I did not. Oh no, I I manage the website more frequently than you manage anything you're supposed to do. So I uh, you sir may eat a bag of dicks. Yes, yes, I may. So. I'm not nearly as good. Izzy's the queen of Instagram. He is he is now a Instagram queen that he At is, any point you could watch 2 hours worth of Izzy's stories. He is, he's just shooting like mad. Like he'll he'll be picking out a grapefruit and, from the produce section. He'd be like, "Check out this great grapefruit." Cuz I watch every single one of them. <laughs> Izzy's sitting in a chair going, "Yep, Saturday." And I'm like, "Sure is." <laughs> <laughs> You remember that phone number you used to call when you were a kid to get the like time and weather? That's that's it become Izzy's like Instagram story at this point. The time is 
Was it one? Yep, f- Saturday, and it's goddamn raining again. You know, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> was it one four one one? Or no, that was the that's the four one one was uh, information. No, no up in New York, it was seven nine seven six one 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 three one five area code. It's since been disbanded, though. So that's really yeah. sad, isn't it? Izzy, yeah. by the way, how's the uh, greenhouse coming? It hasn't been touched since I got home. About the only thing I've gotten done is I went and picked up some more material for the next project. Um, did a buttload of computer work and planted a few things. I've been a little rough in the back, so I'm kind of trying to take it a little bit easy for a couple of days before I get back into the madness. Yeah, we. Uh, you came down. Sweet butt sex session in Georgia. It'll do that to you every time. Yeah, you Tony came- was a little rough on me. Yeah, there's you, no such thing. You came down with a good swagger in your step, but by the time you left here, you were a little bow legged. I was hurting pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not nothing to do with what happened down there. I just it, this stuff comes and goes, and unfortunately, when it comes, it stays longer and longer these days. Age. Yeah. Well, age, weight. You know, genetic disorders, anger, degenerative, back, degenerative. You know, spine, spinal disorders, that kind of thing. So. By the way, before we get off the radio, I just wanted to uh, to give a little bit of shit to uh, my good friend Lauren, who, who did come. not make it. I know. I was looking forward to meeting her, and then when Billy she promised when, uh, too. When Joel said she wasn't she coming, I almost cried and went home. Just so you know, I I well, I mean, him. when when you said something about nipple tassels, I saw her get a little weird, but uh, you know, I understand. Who said? <laughs> Joel said something about nipple tassels. Who doesn't say something about nipple tassels? Joel, that's just mean. No, I was talking about on me. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Either way. No, it's fine. Yeah. Everybody enjoyed it. It was a good time to have by all. (laughs) So we're we're decided Lauren sucks, right? Right now, right now, Lauren sucks. Oh, dude. Hey, I said, like I said before, she only watched the, she's a fan of the show because of you. So if you are to say that. Don't, don't, don't hurt our The wrath of, the wrath of woman will be coming down upon you, sir. Yeah. Lauren, we, we disavow everything and I've you just said, and I've worked with her for a very long oh, time. Shit, so. she's in the chat. <laughs> Lauren, is she? Oh, oh yeah, Lauren. Right, if these guys will quit talking, I'll finish what I was going to say. Lauren, I love you, but you suck. You should have come. <laughs> That's it. My, she's going to set your my, balls on fire, feelings, and there's nothing you can do about it. My my giant man feelings are hurt. There. I don't, do they call them man feelings? Yes, Is that they, even you, have, you have to say giant man feelings in front of whatever, because otherwise it seems less masculine. Hmm. Okay. Yep. I was so looking forward to it. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what? I never grabbed the drill press. Oh, my God. You never grabbed the drill press. I never grabbed, I com- I never grabbed my, completely my road forgot bike. About it. My road oh, bike's God. still in your Please. truck door. Yeah, you are. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, so, uh, congratulations. Uh, we all failed in a number of things this weekend, but, uh, the, uh, the amazing thing was that a number of things were very successful and we had so, fun and we got to hang out with lots lot of, of cool makers, except for yeah, Lauren. We, did. we got to hang out with lots of cool people, except for Lauren. I got to, I get, <laughs> it was I, awesome. Oh I my got God. To hear, I'm so uh, glad I quit my job and she can't find me for a few weeks because right? she's going to whip the shit out of me for this. One. <laughs> I got, uh, I got to hang out with, uh, Bobby Duke. Uh, for uh, actually Ooh. all weekend, Bobby Duke. Yeah, uh, Bobby Bobby Duke Arts. He uh, he did his wood. He did his wood comments. So it was very nice. If you guys that don't guy know Bobby, delicious. he is like the probably the most genuine, sweethearted guy you'll ever want to hang out with. He's totally yeah, chill. about someone someone who yeah. can't take a compliment. Like he's just like you know he he has this amazing talent, 
and he, you're like, man, that was just amazing. He's like, thank you. That's fine. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, and it's, it's very nice. He's a very nice gentleman. He was, yes. he was excellent. His, his wife is the best wife ever. She gives him so much shit. Like he gets like, I don't know how many subscribers he has 400 billion. Uh, and his videos just over two get, point, just over 2.4, I think. 2. Right. 4 million. So, 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 uh, yeah, there's not a, there's not a 0.4 person walking around 2.4 million. So, uh, uh, and, you don't know and that. His, and his wife will walk around and, uh, he'll be like, uh, Hey, uh, hon, can I, uh, get you anything to drink? And she'll be like, can you get me something to drink? you like, she just, she's like, you're such a big man these days. You know, she's just like, uh, if you see him post anything, especially in the group or anything else, she's also in the group. She'll just constantly mock him. It's fantastic. They have like the best relationship. He's, he's, he will never be one of those guys to get a big head. He she'll constantly be like, just like needling them on things. And, uh, they're just very funny when they talk to each other. It's excellent. And she does it in the most supportive way. She, she cuts him down in the most supportive way possible. So it's a, it's a, it's a very cool, fun place. Yeah. So, yeah. Bobby's cool. Jesus. Preston's cool. You know who I really just, I got to see Wes again. What, hanging out with Wes was awesome. But you, you know one of those fellas that I think is, he's just quiet, but he's just that super, Blake. Blake. Blake Hackett. Blake is amazing. Blake's you know, amazing. I just, you know, he, he listens showed up to us every the, once in a while. He shows up with the best t-shirt ever. Like, <laughs> he he <did>. absolutely <laughs> did. By the way, you took a picture of that, didn't you? I have like 60 pictures of it. We need why to put, the, why, I need, why I need am I waiting for you to post this? I'll text them to you both in just a moment. Yeah, I, I need, need that. I'll put it up on the I'll put it on the yeah. grams. He he may well you'll see it. Go to our Instagram account. I'm not lying. It is by far the best photo ever on a t-shirt. Is it on our Instagram account? It will be as soon as Izzy texts okay. me the uh, the photo. Yeah, Izzy, get on that. <sighs> I will. It is maybe in the morning fantastic. after I get my nap. I'm, I will clamp your balls. <laughs> yeah, I have leverage. <laughs> you so, have no uh, leverage, dude. You're two hours from an ass whooping. You might want to so get on that. I'm definitely, definitely have going leverage. <laughs> I I have a little post party syndrome going today. A little uh little little uh little funk going on just because you know it's been like five days of constant like Euphoria. full on. My face hurt. Like from smiling and laughing at everybody and the jokes and, and the, 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 every comment was something just raunchy, obscene and, and completely accurate and truthful and, and fun. Well, and, you shouldn't spend that much time sitting next to me at these things. Well, that's, that is true because I, <laughs> more people would come over and say hi. They'd be like, Thank I was going to, I was going to say, uh, I was going to say hi to you, Joel, but, uh, you were sitting over by that guy. Weird one. You're sitting over by the loud dude. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the, my, my face Kept actually threatening to do penis hurts. <laughs> so, but we, we, uh, we, we had a good time. I hope you make out the, uh, the next one. It's, it's, uh, it's worth the effort. Yep. And as far oh, as yeah, that gal that works for you, Maggie, I don't know, man. Yes. Pain. Maggie's amazing. She's, oh yeah. No. Stop it. You fawn over her. You can't even flirt like flirt like crazy with her. She's amazing, but I'm not going to say that to her face. No, I wouldn't say it to her face either. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. listen to this. Like, like, why no. would she? Like, I'm her boss all day long. She listens to me. Why yeah. she would she possibly turn this right. on? Right. 
Yeah, absolutely not. So I felt bad having because she was helping me with the project that we failed on horribly, and it wasn't her fault. I'm not blaming her, but the uh, like at some point I'm 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 like, hey, could you get me uh you know blah blah because I don't know where anything is in your shop. Like it's yes. not a matter of I'm too lazy to find it. It's just somewhere there's a thing, and I'm pretty sure she put it there and is responsible to make everybody put it back there. Yes. So I'm like asking her, you know, hey, could you get? And I'm like, I, I I'm like, she doesn't work for you. You need to calm down. Maybe try to find it yourself. <laughs> And then 15 <laughs> minutes later, I haven't found it. I'm like, Maggie? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, could you be a deer? And, uh, you know, yeah, and she yeah. has I don't, she has the only pencil in your shop, apparently. Like that is, She guards it with her, her life. Yeah. Hey, can I have a pencil? She's like, yeah, right here. And then I looked, I'm like, is, is there no other pencil? Is that? The, she's like, well, there are always pencils, but, you know, this Maggie is the one weighs, I know where it is. M- Maggie weighs... Uh, maybe 110 pounds, and at least 10 of that is all the pencils. Is all the pencils. All the pencils. <laughs> she steals every Sharpie, pencil, and tape measure and then hides them from me. Like, because not, not, yes. out, of, not out of spite. She does it because Not I maliciously, her, no. Because I constantly are asking her for, hey, where's the tape measure? And she hides them so she can go get them and act like the hero. Like oh yeah. Next time course. I come there, I'm just gonna start asking her for really random shit because I'm a hundred percent sure she could get it for me. But like, I'm, hey, I'm uh, sure she could. I need a uh, 1969 album of. <laughs> could you grab me one of those flat tape measures and a goat's liver? I'd really appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be in the car. You'd be like, uh, Maggie, where are you going? I'd be like, uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> so, right. All of a sudden, over the exactly. and like. And she's such a she. She's so good at what she does. Like you wouldn't even see her go to the butcher. You just hear her over the hill. Like, oh my god! <laughs> Is she strangling that animal? Jesus! Yeah. yeah. So no, she's well, she's amazing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Billy was awesome to hang out with, and um, I actually have a video with um, Billy coming out in uh, a few days, maybe even tomorrow afternoon, if I can get enough energy to finish it. And Mark, Mark came up here and Billy both came up here and that was fun hanging out with them for a few days and then coming down there and hanging out before the show. So it was just, it was all, it was a pretty amazing week. Did you, did you get another visitor yesterday? I got one to, oh, Tony stopped by on his way home, Tony and Mackenzie, and I got extra squishes. Mm. That was cool. Mm. And then uh, Dreadnought, or um, Daryl from Dreadnought Workshop stopped by today. He's he's going to come over here Tuesday, and we're gonna we're gonna Uh, wait. wait, Let's not move past Tony and Mackenzie too quickly. I'd like to spend just a little bit of just a little time. You know that what happened? Mm. Yeah, no, we shouldn't be talking about that. It was amazing. That's all I can say. So they are. (laughs) Are are, is there a cuter group of people? Daryl was like on vacation. He still uh, is on vacation. He's on vacation. He came down. He drove like three hours from wherever the hell he was coming from. Right I think down the road from where I'm right, right, right down the road from where I'm here. I mean, he's literally yeah. like 15 minutes from here. So he, he came over and he went specifically to come to the show for like a second and then come over to the party. He hung out at the party for a couple of hours and then he bolted it, but he, it was he is one of the sweetest guys ever. He comes over. He's like, hey, man, thanks for throwing this. I'm like, hey, man, I hadn't seen you all weekend. Wait, thanks for coming. That's great. He's like, well, I was just I was just in North Carolina. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean you're just in North Carolina? He's like, yeah, I, I couldn't miss the party. So I came came down. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how long are you staying? That's do you need awesome. a place? You, what? He's like, oh, no, I got to leave. We're on vacation. My wife's going to kill me if I don't come back. I'm like, oh, God. This is, yeah. This is, this yeah, is so- exactly that group. 
I got to hang out with but, him today and bought him lunch and we talked somewhere. He's got, he is like the master of CA gel or CA glue finishes. He's just extremely good at them. I've never seen, well, I can't say that. I've seen maybe two or three people that get those finishes as smooth and as even on larger projects. Smaller projects are fairly straightforward, but he can do it on larger projects. And I was like, bring us your secrets. Must know your secrets. So he's coming back mm. Wednesday and we're going to, he's going to give me the, the, you know, the, the, the high low or the, the low down, the skinny on that. So that'll be fun. I'm going to try and turn that into a video. We'll see how it goes. Nice. By the way, as long as we're talking about people who don't accept compliments, well, I just, uh, I'd, I'd be remiss to make it to the end of this podcast without saying, uh, to the, the very lovely and wonderful, uh, Joel and Margot Crawford. Yeah. Um, Amen. Shut up. There. I can mute you. Um, so <laughs> if you, it's better if you just don't actually, talk. Mike, I think you can me. kick him right out of the podcast. Yeah, actually. Bye Joel. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, but, don't um, that would be wrong you're um yeah so uh there are there are if if i posted this online earlier and i'll just say it here if there is a finer couple or a finer group of people than uh joel and margo i have yet to meet them there is a there. There is something about a just a, a couple who will take you not only into their house but you become a part of their life for even just a brief period of time. And there's never a point when you. Hey, I only asked you, you to shut your mouth. Once. God damn it! I only I'm not going to tell you again. I only asked you to feed the dogs once. Yes, and uh, but you I just you you feel like um you feel like you've become part of their family. There's no point when they make you feel. Like you're imposing, or things are awkward, um, or you're a problem, or anything. I mean, it's just uh, you just get this sense of like you feel like you're home when you're with them, and it is just uh, they're just two amazing people, and I I I can't say thank you enough for um, offering to open your homes up not only to the folks of you know those of us that wanted to stay, uh, but also hosting that party, taking the time. Um, you know, to put together all of that bullshit, to deal with all the nonsense, to coordinate all of those things. Um, I know it's incredibly stressful. It is a fucking ton of work. And that is an understatement to put all that together. And, uh, you guys do it with complete and total grace and just absolutely wonderful. And, in, in uh, your efforts do not go unnoticed and they are absolutely appreciated. So thank you very, very much for, you know, what you do this community not only for that party but you know just all the time you guys are just absolutely amazing people so to be fair i do have a septic tank issue i was kind of hoping we'd get to it <laughs> well i i told you i needed a list of things to do you bought maggie you waiters never put you? it on there i did buy maggie waiters of course I did. what did she yeah. say so. <laughs> she loved that girl so well when i asked i said thank you when i get there what's the first thing i do joel what's the, uh, the very first thing i do I think you sit down in your bags and you're like, all right, what's the first thing? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> and you didn't give doing? me that on the list. I'm like, I'm like, so. you're sitting down and shutting up for a second and, and neither of those things happened. So <laughs> the best is when I get in the, I, uh, I, I walk in the door and I got there Izzy's and sitting I was on like, the couch and he goes, where, where do I take a nap? <laughs> 
<laughs> the best is as soon as I get there, I, I walk in the door and Izzy's sitting on the couch. And I'm like, all right, so what are we doing? And he goes, you can shut up with that bullshit. <laughs> that's verbatim right there. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. He's like, that's enough. I'm not, I'm not putting up with your horse shit this weekend. You can calm down. No, so, my my lovely wife is the one. I'm really and I don't. don't know I how swear to, to God, don't you do that. I'll slap the shit out of you. Do not do that. She's like, uh, she's like, uh, so we're having this thing over the house, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, awesome. So I'm going to take care of all the other things that are our life, and you take care of that, which is considerable. And <laughs> yes, I'm not. Li- I'm not lying. Like she's she's she racks up thirty thousand miles on that car, running around kids and picking up groceries and running errands for me for the every shop and day. every day yeah not like every day there's, yeah there's she is she is also awesome done so you uh, could say but, something nice about margo every minute for the rest of your life and you wouldn't cover all the ground needed to be covered that's so, true if there if there's a woman a that, absolute sweetheart that could be sainted it could be her but uh yes. uh i digress everybody was having a great time we had fun we missed you if you didn't uh we talked a lot about the people that weren't there at the party and uh gentlemen we have been fawning over each other for um, about an hour and a half now we should probably yes. do the uh do the credit and lauren it's, we do it, do love you don't Lawrence don't take his words right now too. no we don't we don't love her don't, right now don't take his he's he's he's, no. he's mean he's grumpy he's a little he's, broken right now he's cantankerous he's not, he's he doesn't bad know what he's saying i'm hurt he's, he's there's, there's a hole missing feelings? there's a hole missing it's right right through me just a hole he's a, he's, a, he's on some powerful drugs he's out of his mind <laughs> uh, we love you very much i am drinking some really good moonshine at the moment <laughs> that's right that's the that's so those are his real feelings thanks because you know how that lifts the veil that's right that's right mike hey take us out let me let me do the thing um do the thing. listen uh i want to say thank you to our uh, sponsor first and foremost the guys at Klingspor. Head over to their website. What's their website again? Jesus Woodworkingshop.com. At woodworkingunicorn.com. At, um, Unicorn Meat. Kansas. Yeah. Okay. So I've, I blended the two again. Uh, woodworkingshop.com. Right? That's it. I got yes. it? Yeah. Use the coupon code <laughs> Unicorn Meat. Shit. I got it? Really? All right. So go over there and buy things. They are a great company. They do good things for good people. Um, they do good things for bad people. I, I know some of you guys that order stuff from there. So, um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but good company, great products, uh, good prices. Good prices, actually, yeah. Yeah, oddly enough. And that sounded like the worst goddamn commercial that's ever been recorded right there. <laughs> Doesn't it? Hey, guys, head on over to... Uh, well, let's, that's almost let's just as say bad they get as... what they pay for. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you should have sent that tape measure, Mike Z. There. <laughs> you, you'd have got better than good prices, great product. Um. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, and our uh, website, by the way, uh, Makers, if you have a uh, Instagram, a YouTube, a whatever, uh, go to our website uh, and go on the Maker Link section. There's a form at the bottom. If you're not on that webpage, fill that out, and I will put your information on there. So that is going to be the uh, the foremost Maker Links website ever in the history of ever, primarily because right now it's literally the only one online. So, um so I win, and uh, you can win too by putting your information on there. Maybe I've said too much.com. You can find us on the interwebs uh, at Maybe Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Uh, we post almost nothing to Twitter. Joel posts very little to Instagram. Shut up. Um, and sorry. And uh, 
It's true. And you can find us. Uh, chat and communication is most effective on the, um, what do we do, the Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. The Facebook. Uh, so the hit us up on the Facebook. Uh, page is very active. It, yeah, the, the group, uh, We Like to Make Stuff is a group. And, and uh, if you haven't followed the uh, Maybe I've Said Too Much uh, at Maybe Podcast on Facebook, you should probably follow that because I post stuff on there from time to time. Not enough to really Facebook. make you follow, but certainly not enough to spam you to death. Face, so. Facebook's for old people. I, what is? I know Facebook sucks, but it's just the place we all are. So I, and, you know, and I'm too busy watching you pet chickens over on Instagram to get much out of that platform. So. <laughs> And I ducks. do what I can, dude. And ducks. Mike and Izzy. So I, I do what I can. Anyway, hey, guys, girls, everybody in between, uh, hit us up on the good stuff and uh, send us some comments, questions. If you don't, I don't care. Um, we just kind of do this thing anyway. So, uh, But until the next episode. Good night, everybody. We love all of you except Izzy and Lauren. Yes, I love you, Lauren. Don't hate me. Bye for now. Bye.